0: Alright guys, welcome to another episode of the MVP, the Modern Visual Podcast. Owner, boss man himself, Luke Truin, as always with Joe Stevens. And uh, today, Luke, the topic, not really a topic, we're just doing a bit of a throwback. We're going to talk about the lifespan of the internet, the intranets, and uh, how it's evolved.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of change going on online on a regular basis. And why not have a throwback to where it all began, especially for myself and my online journey. I think there's a lot of people in the same boat, same age.
0: Yeah, I think... You know, some of the youngsters listening to this might uh, learn some things about how yes. it used to be back in our day. So I'm 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 32 now. How are you? How are you? Yeah, we're the same age. So I oh, have the same age. Yep, it's the hairlines match. Yeah, I think we talk about that every podcast. Well, yeah, we, we do. Can bury that one. Yeah, it's hard to let it go. I can't. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a sponsorship on here by Asher Martin or something.
1: Huh. Well, Ash Martin or no, wait, he's in real estate. Yeah, Plug out there to Ash can't.
0: Martin. <laughs> he probably can't help us with our hair. But No, no, no. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about, I don't know, the lifespan of the internet is probably a bit much, but our, our journey with the internet of our generation. Are we millennials? We're not millennials. What are we? I think we are Gen Y. Are we um, Gen, yeah, Gen Y, Gen X, millennial. Is that how I we I think goes? so. It confuses me. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, Gem Y, that would be us. Yep. So we were around at the beginning.
1: We we were Nikki Webster's age for the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: what's your earliest memory of the internet?
1: Yeah, and that's a really good one to start the pod. Um, I was very fortunate, I guess, in the mid nineties for uh, my father to have a work laptop. Um, yep. He had an IBM ThinkPad, and um, that was my first, very first taste of the internet. And Looking back, you know, that was when Netscape Navigator was the browser of choice. This is before mid 90s, you're saying? Yeah, mid 90s, around 96, 97. Um, And yeah, like I just remember very clear moments of, you know, going on like the Gap website, um, being on Yahoo. This was almost like Google wasn't really predominant back then and I, I didn't actually know that you could type in addresses. I thought you just had to like start on that Yahoo homepage mm-hmm. and like click things to get places and, you know, I end up with, yeah, I just have these memories of going to like random people's websites that they had at the time and um, and then, then I went to a friend of mine's place, um, Ben Transfield, who I'm actually still um, in contact with and we catch up. He's in Sydney and um, he had actually built his own website. Um, you know, his dad was um, in an industry where um, you know, they were using internet quite regularly, and yeah. Um, yeah, he'd actually built his own site. I think they called it Transnet or Transfield Net or something like that. Okay, okay. And there was a lot of scrolling text and a lot of, um, you know, little blood graphics and metal. Yes. And he was into his um, music, his Metallica, and all the rest of it back then, back when we were 10 year olds. And um, yeah, so I think I had a really good start to the internet. It was really enjoyable, and I do remember as well Dad's, um, you know, IT. Uh, supplier saying, Mark, keep your son away from this computer because I think I kept breaking it. I, um, I clearly remember having a, a floppy disk um, with the head on it, um, getting stuck inside the computer. Yeah, that,
0: that was pretty common though, wasn't it? Like, I think so, Things Everything's yeah. breaking. My, my earliest memory was probably 99 or 2000 and um, had a some reason we got a laptop for school. I have no idea why. It was lucky very early on. Um, but yeah, we would have like the IT class at school, and then you'd bring your floppy disk home, and I guess <laughs> it was I my parents thought it was a good idea that they yep. weren't tech people at all. But I just remember having this laptop that did nothing, and we didn't have the internet at home. Yep. But the person that they bought it from did, and the Internet Explorer was on there, but couldn't do anything with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's probably the earliest recollection I have of doing something with it.
1: Yeah, gosh, gotcha. yeah. Well, it was at that time, I guess that um, you know I just got in the internet, and my parents divorced, and. Mm. I was actually living in Sydney at the time. Um, You lived in Sydney? Yeah, we were in Sydney um, for a couple of years. Dad was uh, national sales manager at 3M innovation and we'd moved from Queensland to Sydney because he'd become promoted into that role and their head office was in Sydney.
0: You lived in Queensland? Wait, (laughs) why am I just hearing about all this now? Yeah, No, (laughs) I was
1: born in Melbourne, moved to Queensland for seven years and then to New South Wales and then back to Melbourne. Wow, Wow, okay. Yeah, so when my
0: parents split... um, So that's why you're nearly as messed up as me but not quite. Yeah, that's right. We've been around the bush a bit. Yeah, (laughs) we have been around around the world, you've been around Australia as a kid. Social butterfly, not by choice, so... um, How's that? The producer says, turn your phone off. For us. And then his phone's <laughs> in the background. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's obviously not. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, so my parents divorced and um, I guess from there, you know, we ended up moving back to Melbourne and mum became a single mother and uh, money wasn't anything that really existed. We moved in with my grandmother back here in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we didn't really have a computer then until... I guess the early sort of 2000s, around 2002, 2003,
0: and I was 13. That's when it really exploded, though, I think. when yeah. in The internet became a lot more accessible for the average person. Yeah. You know, there was internet lines going in at, at residential homes and, you know, you know where we're going to get with, like, MSN Messenger and stuff. But if yeah. we bring it back, like, that's where I remember, like, 2002, it seemed to really just become super accessible.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always been into, like, tech and electronics. Like, you know, my grandfather was an electrician and, he would always buy me, you know, the Dick Smith fun way into Electronics kits. And I was mad on, um, you know, building beer-powered radios and all those sort of techie things. That's just who I am and it's always been with me. And um, I guess when the opportunity came up with mum, um, she was fortunate enough to – I can't remember where she got them, but she got these uh, Dick Smith vouchers. Yeah. And she managed to, I guess, get enough vouchers and maybe some cash together to buy our first real computer, our family computer – and um, I remember the day like it was yesterday and uh, we went into Dick Smith and bought this computer and the guy was trying to upsell us a graphics card and we managed to get one. He said, you have to have a, another graphics card. The one that comes with is no good. And um, we had my cousin's, um, I think it was his 40th at the time, Wes. Um, and we had to go from Dick Smith straight to his party at his place. And I think it was um, Sandringham at the time. So I, I had to sit at this party excited as ever knowing that I couldn't use this computer till I got home. And the whole time we're at this party, I'm just thinking about this computer and unboxing it and setting it up. And, you know, it's, it's like at that point, I knew that my destiny was something to do with yeah, computers. Like you, you knew
0: that that was where you were going to be. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I got home at probably 10 o'clock at night after bussing mum's chops to get home and leave the party. And um, I was up all night setting up this computer at a thir- as a 13 year old and um, didn't have the internet at that stage. Had a modem in it, but we didn't have the internet. And um what I think I was able to get was a um a big pond trial disk. So right, right. this was a um a dial up uh trial 30 day trial. You put your credit card in yep. and um you know you try the inset and then it I think what happens is it auto auto renews, renews if, unless, unless you, you cancel. cancel yeah. And mum, you know I'm just going to mum trust me I'll set this up and um and it was a 500 megabyte limit for the month. Um and what happened was I obviously very quickly with, um, you know, leveraging friends at school um, started playing a lot of online games and doing all this sort of stuff very quickly online. And um, I remember Mum got this bill for like um, $2,000 from Telstra on her credit card. And she went mental, uh, absolutely mental because obviously she was a single mother. She was trying to raise two kids. She, Fortunately, being able to buy a house after divorcing my dad, and and now um, you've gone and done that, yeah, yeah. And that was, you know, we were struggling to get by, and here's a two thousand dollar bill on her credit card. Um, so she was ropeable, and um, I sort of didn't know what to do. And I think I put did a heap of chores, and yeah, tried to make it better. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But um, I guess um, yeah, very quickly um, that whole online world in the early two thousands as a thirteen year old, um, unraveled in front of me, and. Um, you know, through um, this online game I was playing that I'd been introduced through um, from guys from school, um, you know, opened me up to a meeting all these different people. And there was probably some creepos out there uh, that you wouldn't yeah, was really know. Creep
0: in a thing in the, in the early days.
1: You know, I think ASL was up there with the,
0: <laughs> the terms
1: you would ask people. Um, but were, oh yeah, oh eight, yeah. Six,
0: okay yeah, yeah. There was
1: guys that you know, I guess we were talking to. They were nineteen, and that was really old. And yeah, everyone. I, I guess the thing back then in that sort of circle I landed in was having your own website that was like a thing i'm like oh my god i need to look into having my own website and um i learned um there was this system called php nuke and it was like a module based website system so very quickly with the support of my online peers i'd met through the game i was able to put together the first website and okay. um yeah and very quickly um i guess i became this little online entrepreneur because i started up over like a 12 to two year period 12 months to two year period started doing all these online things so like Very quickly, I had almost like three or four different websites. I would managed to partner up with a guy and built an MSM messenger robot that you could talk to, um, which ended up getting, you know, almost half a million followers on. Wow it got really popular because it got posted on a um, MSN um, website called mess.be. That was where you get all your MSN add-ons. Right, okay. Yeah, and um, I was able to then use that bot to send people to the websites um, that I'd made, which I had ads on. So I was raking a couple of grand US a month as a 13-year-old just by having ads on my website. Um, So I guess my... Early online journey was a little bit different to most. So the majority of people, yeah. At my age, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that, you, you went pretty hard into it right away. And it wasn't because it was like a business thing. It was literally just all a big game. It was all fun. Just um, like
0: passionate, yeah. Yeah,
1: and I was fortunate as well, where a guy, um, I think I met through the gaming. He had a hosting company, and that was just like, oh my god, in my eyes, like yeah, that's yeah. that's a god thing. And um, he said. Um, you know, do you want to um, run my, one of my servers? Because what I'd done, I'd learned Linux, which is the operating system that most web servers run on. Right. It's like a compa- alternative to Windows. Um, so this guy obviously knew I was good with Linux and he goes, oh, I'll give you a server if you look after my seven. I said, perfect. Um, I can do that. So I got a free server and on that server, I crammed on game servers from that game I was loving. Yeah. I was able to start my own hosting company. All my websites I was hosting I put on there. Um, so I, through that bot I was advertising my hosting company with my newfound server and I was making money from all the ads. I was making thousands from the ads. I then was making money from the hosting business that I'd started. Again, little 14-year-old, 13-year-old, no one would have a clue that that's how old I was. Yeah, But there was a lot of kids... My, or our age, and they were all using their dad's credit cards to sign up for my hosting wow. um, for their websites. So, you know, <laughs> these guys were... I had one guy charging... I was charging him 300 a month um, euros because he was from the Netherlands for his gaming network. He had about 10 websites. So I was hosting all that. And yeah, so I just had all this money coming in. And I think it was around that time that Ben Margera and CKY and Jackass and all that was really yeah, this, in. this is when like Kazar and all these, oh, all these yeah. downloading,
0: not Torrens, that was before Torrens. Well, I just, just like the, peer to, the peer-to-peer yeah, sharing like, systems. Oh,
1: um, what was it? You had LimeWire and you had um, oh, uh, Napster. Napster, Napster, yeah, was, Napster was the original one. We never had Napster because um, I, we had a family friend that I went to their house once and they had it and mm. um, I was able to see it, but we didn't even have the internet then when yeah. that was around.
0: Kazar um, I was, I remember Kazar being big in in the early two that was like when i remember jumping on it's like oh two ish and it was like kazar this when the jackass and the cky and all that was massive yep. and you, Winamp. yeah you yeah you download everything off kazar and sometimes you would get what you were looking for and sometimes you'd get yep. something that was really inappropriate for your age yeah and it was just the roll of the dice <laughs> yeah. but um before you get further in your story there's one thing i want to talk about because i grew up in the uk mm-hmm. right so when i had the internet as a kid there was no download limits. There was nothing of that sort. You just had the internet. Right? Yeah. And it was pretty high speed as well. Yeah. So for that Every country except Australia actually had good internet. Yeah. And then I remember the first time I came out here as like an adult from that period was in 08. And I was staying at my mum's place. I backwards. But like, dude, and I'm using internet at a house on a laptop that I've got because I've been living in America at this time. So the internet's just next level. And I'm there for like two days and the internet stops working. I'm like, yep. mum, what? What's going on? The internet's not working. Why is that? And she goes, Oh, you probably reached the download limit. Uh what's that mean? <laughs> pardon me? Like, what's the download limit? Yeah. She goes, Oh, we only get X amount a, a month. And I was like I, I, what, what do you mean? You know, you get, it, like the internet yeah. is not finite. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. You know?
1: Um, I remember chatting to guys from Canada back then, um, who I'm actually still in contact with now. Yeah. Um, from when we were 14. And I remember one guy, he was on Rogers Cable in Canada. And I think they paid $40 a month for unlimited, yeah. fast as it comes. Well, cable.
0: Unlimited wasn't even, it was just, internet like yeah. you didn't need unlimited we
1: we ended up getting onto um uh, a dial-up provider called net 2000 in dandenong wow and um yeah they were around for a long time and they were unlimited dial-up for i think 25 bucks a month and yeah okay, that was after on. we learned our lesson with big pond yeah, um, yeah but i managed to beg mum to get us onto optus cable because a few guys from school were on that and um that was really fast and yeah i don't think we had a limit from memory so that was almost like yeah yeah um, we got to, to where to go. we want to be
0: yeah but um, even now, though, in Australia, you still have to sign up for. There's limited plans. Oh, of
1: course, yeah. Yeah, there's That's unlimited, right.
0: but there is limited. Yeah,
1: well, I've always, I guess, paid a bit more to be on Unlimited because mm. of. My lifestyle and, you know, business needs and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, even now, like, we're still behind a lot of countries out there. Um, yeah, I,
0: I say we have, like, it's the true third world country when it comes to infrastructure <laughs> internet. with yep. internet and technology.
1: That's right. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's... Not,
0: no disrespect, just it is. Like, yeah. It's,
1: and it's been challenging, um, you know, with, I guess, online companies like ours to be able to offer solutions with a really backwards internet solution um you know i knew knew the business lesson was coming in this pod
0: so yeah Yeah, okay i have to drop it (laughs) yeah no no we need to so i was like i knew it was going to integrate so yeah yeah
1: it's just a case of um i think now that the nbn as much as people bag it out it is a good solution there's a lot of high speed fiber optic internet out there and it just means that yeah now we can all work from home and uh, there's a lot of platforms. It's quite funny. I get a lot of people say, oh, the NBN's horrible, but they're only paying like 30 bucks a month for it, the lowest plan. Yeah, um, so of course it's going to be. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, or they've you know, they got a heap of uh, walls in the way of their computer and their Wi-Fi and they're wondering why it's not working. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think um, the internet has changed a lot um, and Australia is slowly getting to where it needs to be or more of, I guess, an acceptable place. Um, yeah it's enables, getting there it's
0: getting there slowly yeah, yeah it yeah. just
1: enables people to do a bit more online now um, whether it be for personal or business um, you know videos are 4k and we've got netflix and all these sort of platforms um, yeah i think we have come a long
0: way let me ask you this back then you know the way the internet was in australia and you doing you know the initial website builds and i actually have a similar story because i was when i was racing motocross flat out it was like 02 or 03 i actually stumbled across one of them free website building platforms mm-hmm. and i had like, geo cities i can't remember what it was <laughs> but i had uh, joe's motocross world dot tk or some weird domain name but yeah i have my own site and yep. i used to put race reports up and no one did it at the time and it actually got me a lot of uh, like recognition in the pits because yep. you know i had some stickers made up and i'd give them out and stuff and uh, yeah i guess i would have been 14 or yeah you know, 15 at the time and yeah i think it's funny right because we're not exactly in the same field now but we're both somewhat based in that yeah media marketing i am at least you're more you know tech and solutions and and whatnot but um you can see that from the early days there was if you were doing that back then you kind of had that mindset to where we are now yeah definitely
1: it's more like it was all just a bit of fun and it seemed like possible so just had a crack i guess back then and um, it
0: was just a challenge, wasn't it? Like, oh, I'm going to build my own website. Like, yeah. Okay, how do I do that? It was
1: know? cool to have your own website yeah, um, within your own little world. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, even um, what I used to do as well, I guess I had all this money coming in as a young kid and, Yes, I went and dusted that on petrol scooters and all sorts of... Whatever unnecessary... You know, Playstations and yeah. Xboxes and all the rest of it. But I was actually um, buying a lot off eBay at the time and then reselling it at school. So buying all the Bam Margera and Jackass merchandise, um, mm-hmm. you know, wristbands and Zippo lighters and all that stuff and then selling that at school for a profit as well nice. um, because that stuff was right in at the time.
0: Do you want to know my side hustle at high school? Go for it. I had a room full of about three or four double DVD stackers like burners <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> I used to uh, – yeah, it was pretty illegal, actually. Yep. Yeah, Would yeah. Have um, my, Are you throwing yourself under a bus here, Joe? If, if they want to come after me 15 years later or whatever. But yep. Um, no, nah, I had a friend hook me up to a server overseas and you'd download, like, Family Guy or movie <laughs> files and we'd, yep. we'd burn them and sell them. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. There that, you that go. That was the hustle.
1: Yeah, I was – I guess <laughs> – <laughs> I never for the SWAT team to come through yeah. the roof. Is that a helicopter? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I was getting – stuff from china yeah <laughs> you proper, know probably yeah. not legit merchandise but, but yeah
0: obviously it was a lot easier back then to get around the system i think yeah. the internet was so new right like, well
1: they didn't really know what was happening and i think that's when um you know they started all the to crack down laws on, came in and, yeah they started yeah. to crack down heavily and stuff like that but um i mean there's always going to be an arm of society that wants to innovate and break the law i mean even for me personally like i'm quite content with youtube and netflix and disney plus and Mm. you know i think we get enough content anyway
0: i don't think you really need to download movies anymore dude i just got a new smart tv and it's like you know all the the different apps that i've got on there now is like you could possibly i don't think i could deal with any more yeah like ko youtube you know disney yeah stan it's just just endless you know
1: Yep, and as long as the kids are happy, that's what matters, right? Oh, it's great.
0: Yeah, Grayson, yep. Grayson loves the kids' stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. um, Yeah, so it's quite interesting how, um, I guess, you know, there were so many exciting things online back then, but it seemed almost a little bit down pat as in lower sort of, like there was less options. Yeah. So now there's just so many things online. Like, you know, you've obviously got, like, from a video platform point, of you've got your Vimeos, your YouTube, etc. but – um, I mean, they didn't even exist back then.
0: No, YouTube came in, what, 06? 04, I think. 04? Yeah,
1: 04, yeah. back in the MySpace days and the, the early Facebook days. Oh, we've got to talk about
0: that. Yeah. I mean, MSN Messenger can't be overstated enough, like how much it was a part of your life it's after just part high of it.
1: school. I've actually got a funny story where um, through that bot I built, um, there was actually um, a guy that I'd put on as a staff member, on the bot. Yeah. Because um, I had all these guys that want to be a part of something great. So you were like, they were
0: part of your crew. Yeah, yeah, correct.
1: Yeah. And I'm in contact with a lot of them now. And um, I think what happened was um, I, I had a dating feature. So you could actually be put into a random conversation because you used to be able to invite so people. So you saying
0: you invented internet dating?
1: Through MSN. Through social yep. platforms? Through MSN. And um, that is really cool. You would invite into a random conversation. So you were a digital pimp?
0: Yes, I was. <laughs> and I believe what's Sorry. happened
1: is that person from. Um, that was one of my staff on the bot, and someone from my school. They're actually a couple now. No. And they met on my bot. Wow. Yeah um so i've got you should have started
0: eHarmony, man
1: <laughs> msn harmony yeah msn yeah that's right i think
0: msn messenger are responsible for a lot of relationships oh well, i don't know how many of them lasted but i used to
1: talk to my current wife on msn you did yep. there you go we i was did. gonna
0: say i mean for me msn was more about chatting to girls after school <laughs> yeah. and you know putting in work <laughs> <but> for them <laughs> yeah right you know it, it was just another effort another yep. place to, to keep the effort moving yep. but um Wow, that's, you, you, yeah, that had to be, because when did like internet dating start? It started back in like the late 90s, right? Oh, I'm pretty sure there was some CD internet dating out a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Um, way before us, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, way before we
0: were old enough to worry about Back when email was
1: exciting. um, I think, yeah, that's another point as well. Like, it's quite funny how these platforms come out and they're quite new, but then they almost become normal. or They get exhausted. So like, Twenty years ago, if you got an email, it's like, oh my God, who sent me an email? This is yeah. really exciting. And now it's like, how many can I delete as quickly as possible? Yeah. And um, yeah, like even Facebook it's like, Oh my god, I've got a friend on Facebook, but now it's like, oh another one, another one, oh, who's adding me now?
0: Yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's go away, go yeah. away. And I think it's Gary Vee says that marketers ruin um these platforms. They Yeah, I think you look at what Facebook say MySpace never got to that point because Facebook surpassed it and I think that's probably why Facebook...
1: Well, not everyone was into emo music so I think that's where it, I it died I off. I certainly
0: was and MySpace was so a great was. place <laughs> for me but um, yeah, MySpace never got to... It was a self-promote... It was more like your bands and your music. Yeah. They did well out of it. It happened to work for everyone else and then Facebook came out. Yeah, and then Facebook just became a, a much more refined... It was more neutral. It was
1: very much for everyone.
0: Yeah, that's right. If you were on MySpace and you weren't into that alternative music scene or you weren't... It was more you know, attractive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's probably why MySpace died because it didn't evolve.
1: That's right, yeah. It stayed as a music... And I think it's a
0: music platform now, right? Potential. I haven't been on there in 10 years. No, <laughs> I actually have been trying to log in, not recently, but a few years ago. I was trying to get my older images and stuff off of there. <laughs> and I, I for the life of me, I can't find an email address I used to have or the password. Like, it's well, it's, gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. gone. Yep. In the, in the uh, abyss of emo music yeah, and yeah. side fringes. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that evolution. You know, Facebook now is like the, probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, online marketing platform that businesses use today. Oh, I mean, it's we're all not all, but most of us are addicted to checking in and seeing what our friends are doing,
1: and it's mm. the place to do so. It's that fear of missing out on what everyone's doing that drives people to
0: stay on the platform. Yeah, I think. It's serious and, FOMO. Do you do you think Facebook is going to remain this colossal giant, or do you think that what was the Google platform they tried to launch?
1: um i think you had google plus which was google plus
0: yeah google plus
1: which was a they had the different you did like your different circle groups in the yeah that was google and, plus yeah and that sort of died because facebook was just the predominant yeah. leader um the juggernaut
0: you could say um but I yeah i wonder because you look at like instagram remember in 2012 i got instagram and it was really nothing oh now and it's now it's obviously facebook own it and it's probably a bigger, not a bigger platform than Facebook, but it's a colossal size. Well, a little hack that I love doing.
1: I always go in the app store on whether it be the Android or iPhone. And I always look at the top downloads for the week. And it yeah. gives you a bit of an indication of, you know, Where I- things is are Instagram at. number one? Is a Facebook number three? Yeah. yeah. What's it like? TikTok's obviously just exploded. Um, but I think Uber Eats was up there for probably too long. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> you
0: yeah, with, with the lockdown. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: So it's, it's just a little thing I like to keep an eye on. Um, mm is what's there. I mean, even like I get a weekly car sales email on how many Lamborghinis are for sale and that gives me a good indicator of what the market's doing. So I've got these little hacks I I use to keep keep my little gauges and feelers of um, society. Yeah. Um, But I mean, Joe, I don't know if you want to wrap it up there. Um, Yeah. I mean, we
0: could literally go on. We could be here all day. I guess the last question I'll I'll bring to to wrap this up, you know, when you were, when you were, you know, little Luke hustling, doing your, your internet builds and your server and, and everything in between, did you, did you have a vision of where like say modern, cause I know you went to work for a while and that stopped, but you rekindled that passion for technology and, and internet and, and developing systems as to where you are now. But did you have a vision of, of being able to do, um, you know, zoom calls with your team during the lockdown or put in these, you know, portal builds for these big firms that you work with? Like, was that any ever anything that was, was there at
1: the time? It's actually the opposite. And the reason that whole world I had going when I was 14 disappeared was because my server actually got hacked and DDoS attacked where they call it denial of service where um, hackers are flooding your server with um, fake traffic right. and no one can access the server. So I had to um, sell off all my hosting clients and close it all down and um, that meant that I guess, you know, the fun's over. And right. because it was, all, stopped. Yeah. it was all one big game, it was all a lot of fun. I obviously got by running an actual company and stuff, but it wasn't serious. It was all, yeah. I mean, I was 14 and there was no one, I, I guess. Still, I
0: still think the lessons you learned then... Oh, they still bit, stay with me know, now. A little bit,
1: but um, I think after that, I actually I had this thing in my head where computers and technology were my fun thing. You don't have fun at work, yeah. And that that you old school, separate. that old school, yeah. Belief, and yeah, obviously, um, a, a lot happened after that with you know mum kicking me out, moved in with my dad, and there was issues there with his issues he had um, and I ended up um, moving back in with mum and I guess she's like, you have to get a job, you have to get a job. So I ended up getting an apprenticeship in printing, yeah. which is what I did for 10 years and I wouldn't change anything for the world. I got a lot of experience there, yeah, whether it be sure. um, you know working with clients or
0: um, branding mm-hmm. um, and messaging and stuff like that. But um, It's I, interesting how the journey, like you talk about that as a teenager and then you talk about the, the, the job in printing and learning that side of marketing indirectly, maybe, as you were just on the production line and doing your thing, right? But the lessons you learned, that all comes together to where you are now. All, all I can say is I wouldn't change anything for the world and mm.
1: everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And I couldn't fault the way it's all rolled out. I mean, half of me goes, I wish I'd started Modern Visual 10 years earlier, but it probably wouldn't have worked out the Would same you have way. been ready, you know? Like, yeah, that's right. And I learned a lot from my old bosses. They were really good from a mentoring point of view and supported me on the transition to... Running my own business um, wholeheartedly. So that was really amazing. Uh, and they're still clients of ours now.
0: Yeah, which is cool. And I mean, you look at, you know, I know we've got to wrap this up, but say this is your first business uh, in the real world? As- yes and no. So I obviously had. The registered business that when I was 14. back when you were that was an here, actual yeah. registered business. It wasn't a registered yeah yeah okay. Mum's
1: boyfriend at the time helped me register it. Yeah. Um. I then had another crack at a hosting company probably when I was twenty three. Okay. Um. And ended up I guess it fizzled out because I had bigger priorities at the time, which was riding motocross. And, yeah. As yeah I remember. And yeah, then yeah. I guess after a lot of time printing, I sort of got to the point where I'm like, I'm nearly. I guess I'm twenty 26, 25. twenty five. I'm sort of now's when you start to point the needle in a certain direction, and yeah. I felt like if I don't take action now, I never will. And, you know, go, I guess, a bit more serious. And at the same time, a few things lined up with, um, you know, my old boss asking um, questions, you know, what do you think this website's worth? Uh, Which we've talked about. If you guys
0: listen to this, actually go back to the very first podcast on, on the stream and we did that last year and we talked about Luke's journey. And um, we talked about, yeah, that, that website that you built for your boss and what he was charging, getting charged by other people yep. and then you saw the opportunity and that basically led to the creation of, of Modern Visual That's right. as an entity, right? So go back and listen to that, guys. That's actually a really good yeah. um, interview or pod, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just got that in here.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not finished yet either and um, I think I've still got a long way to go and a lot of learning and we never will stop learning, but um yeah i think i've definitely come a long way and it's been all these little seeds are planted along the way right back from even little things like when i was sort of six or seven years of age and dad was always in sales and little stories and um metaphors he gave me throughout that path from a sales point of, you know always treat everyone with respect whether it's a receptionist or the ceo uh-huh. you treat everyone with respect because you never know who's going to be of influence later on sure um little things like that Just one example that stuck with me and i think has helped me get to me get me to where i am yeah yeah for sure all
0: right guys i guess we'll leave it there um thanks for listening again to this episode of the modern visual podcast um we're racking a few of these up now guys so for you that are watching it on um social media on the embed um check out the modern visual podcast on apple podcast on spotify and you'll find the stream of all the previous episodes we've done There's a lot of good content out there some of these are more just like chit chats like this one with luke and i some of them we have a real clear business topic where we're giving you guys lessons and and things you can learn from as far as running your own business growing your own business and as always um you know drop a message hit up the guys at Mon visual if you want to you know take your business development and grow further Mm. And uh, I think you got a meeting to get to right now, Luke. So I do,
1: but yeah, if there's any topics anyone wants us to cover that's of interest, we're happy to talk about them. Yeah, Um, anything about me personally you want to hear more about? Happy to do a topic on it
0: for sure. Yeah, Um, comment on the uh, social media posts or just um, you know drop the guys email at Modern Visual and we'll we'll throw it into the uh, into one of the upcoming shows. So until then, guys, thanks for listening to the MVP Modern Visual podcast. We'll be back soon.